Hello lovelies, welcome to Star the Mystic. I'm your host Star, and today we're going to be talking about trusting yourself. Trust is such an essential part of any relationship, whether it's with a partner, a friend, or a family member. But what about the most important relationship of all? The one you have with yourself? Have you ever entertained the idea that maybe you don't trust yourself? How can you tell if you do or not? Loss of trust within oneself exists as a feeling of doubt and uncertainty about your own abilities. It can make you feel like you can't make decisions, that you're not good enough, or that you don't know what you're doing with your life at any time. So what causes this? It seems like it would be a natural thing to trust yourself, right? You're you. You know your intentions. You know your feelings. You aren't hiding anything from yourself, right? Except you probably are. So some of the things that cause mistrust within yourself is, are, (laughs) low self-esteem. If your self-esteem is low, you're more likely to doubt your own abilities and make negative judgments about yourself. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a feeling of not being good enough, even though you have evidence to the contrary. If you feel like you're faking it through your entire life, you're probably not going to trust yourself. And perfectionism. Perfectionism also leads to a loss of trust in yourself because it can make you feel like you will never be good enough. How can I trust me if I'm constantly failing me, right? These issues often start as early as childhood and continue throughout one's life if it goes unmanaged. For other people, it happens later in life, especially after a rejection or perceived failure. Sometimes it's a result of manipulation, unhealthy relationships, or unhealthy boundaries. But when you do trust yourself, you believe in your ability to make good decisions, handle challenges, and to take care of yourself. This makes you more likely to be confident and assertive and to take risks because you know that you will be there for you no matter the outcome. If you're struggling with loss of trust in yourself, you can rebuild it or build it for the first time, whatever the case may be. Here are a few tips. The first step is identifying the root cause of your loss of trust in yourself. Once you know what caused it, you can start to address it. Then you have to challenge your negative thoughts. One of the best ways to rebuild trust in yourself is to challenge your negative thoughts. When you have a negative thought about yourself, ask yourself if it's really true. Is there any evidence to support that thought? And if not, try to replace that thought with a more positive one. Next up, you need to get to know yourself. Oftentimes when we don't trust ourselves, we don't believe ourselves. So the anything we tell ourselves about ourselves, whether it's good or bad, we don't believe, but we are more likely to believe the bad. So if you haven't trusted yourself for a long time, it's probably time to reintroduce yourself to yourself. Figure out what are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your values and goals? The more you know yourself, the more you'll be able to trust your own judgment. And that comes with being honest with yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to be mean to yourself, but it does mean that acknowledging your mistakes and shortcomings will help you see yourself more clearly. When you're honest with yourself, you're more likely to learn from your experiences and grow as a person. Hmm. Be kind to yourself. That's a big one. Treat yourself with the same compassion and understanding that you would treat a friend. 
Forgive yourself for your mistakes and setbacks and celebrate your successes. Allow yourself to learn from your mistakes and take care of yourself. This means eating well, nourishing yourself, getting enough sleep, and exercising regularly, just moving the body. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You don't have to be a power lifter. Just go for a walk or devote 10 minutes to stretching or dance around your kitchen. Just move. This also means taking time to relax and to self-reflect. When you take care of yourself, you are sending yourself the message that you're worthy of love and attention. You are telling yourself that you are important. And that's very true vice versa. I need you to understand. If you are not taking care of yourself, you are telling yourself that you don't matter through actions. And as they say, actions speak louder than words. You don't deserve that. So take care of you. Also set boundaries. This also goes along with taking care of yourself. But in setting boundaries, it means that you know what you're willing to accept and what you're not. It also means saying no to things that you don't want to do. When you set boundaries, you're respecting yourself and your needs. And in this way, you are proving to yourself that you will take care of your needs, which builds trust, right? That's something you would want from a partner, so why not give it to yourself? And of course, as always with me, I highly recommend practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is the practice of paying attention to the present moment without judgment. When you practice mindfulness, you're training your mind to be more accepting, more compassionate, and this can help you trust yourself more. So in mindfulness, a good way to practice that is meditation, as always. (laughs) Uh, Recently, it's come to my attention that my blog, not blog, yes, blog posts are pretty good. So I might be reading some of those on the show soon, but a lot of those are centered around meditation. Another way to help build up trust in yourself is seeking out positive experiences. When you surround yourself with positive people and experiences, it's so much easier to feel good about yourself and your abilities. Make an effort to do things that make you happy and help you feel fulfilled and spend time with the people that lift you up. Also, challenge yourself. Step outside of your comfort zone. It can help you grow and learn, which can boost your confidence and trust in yourself. Try new things, take on new challenges, and don't be afraid to fail. In challenging yourself, if you succeed, you earn so many trust points, right? And if you fail, but you fail well, you also gain trust points. So if you fail and you don't turn it into a negative spiral and instead you just say, okay, that happened, this is how we learn. Guess what? Trust points right? All right. Also setting realistic goals. When you set realistic goals, you're more likely to achieve them. This will help you build your confidence and trust in yourself. This is something I work with a lot with clients and it's called traction through action. Take some actions, achieve some even little tiny goals. You're going to start to get traction and it gets mm, addictive. There's no better word for it than that. You start to do great things, accomplish some goals, All you want to do is more of that. Now, all of this might sound like a lot, and that's because it is. Building trust with yourself is an emotionally challenging and ongoing process, but it's one of the most important things you can do for your mental health and your emotional health. When you trust yourself, you're more likely to be happy, fulfilled, and successful. That being said, I do highly recommend reaching out for help on this journey. 
for several reasons, but the biggest two are this. The biggest one is that it is so difficult to clearly see our own struggles as well as an outside person could. So we might know that we're struggling a little bit in this area, but then once we say it out loud and someone else looks at us like, that's not normal. You're going to go, oh, that's really much more than I thought it was, right? So an outside perspective, priceless. We are simply too close to our own issues to really be able to tackle them most of the time. The other big reason is accountability. As I said, it's a long, hard journey, and it's so easy to give up and slide back into old patterns. With someone by your side, it makes all the difference. Now, unfortunately, this should not be a partner or even really a friend unless that friend has professional training and is really good at compartmentalizing. Now, it's not your partner's job to heal you, and oftentimes personal growth shifts the dynamics in personal relationships. So that's why I don't recommend working with a partner on this. It is best here to work with a therapist or a life coach that knows what they're doing. Now, unapologetic self-promotion time, I am in fact one of those life coaches that knows what she's doing. I have an entire program devoted to building self-trust. I also have one on inner child work that often goes hand in hand here. But no matter who you choose, please don't hesitate to let someone help you. You deserve the happiness that comes from having a healthy relationship with yourself and working with someone else greatly increases your odds of success. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Star the Mystic. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, maybe even think about supporting the channel. And if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out. I hope you are having a wonderful whatever it is that you're experiencing. And until next time, namaste.